0: Welcome to the sermon podcast of Midway Christian Church. We're a Disciples of Christ congregation located in Midway, Kentucky. You're always welcome to join us in person or follow us on Facebook or YouTube. Our scripture this morning comes from the Gospel of Luke, the 8th chapter, verses 4 through 15. I invite you to follow along in the Pew Bible or you can look on the screen as well. When a large crowd was gathering as people were coming to him from town after town, he said in a parable, a sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell on a path and was trampled on, and the birds of the air ate it up. Some fell on rock, and as it grew, it withered for lack of moisture. Some fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. Some fell into good soil, and when it grew, it produced a hundredfold. As he said this, he called out, if you have ears to hear, then hear. Then his disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, to you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God. But to others I speak in parables so that looking they may not perceive and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The ones on the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. The ones on the rock are those when they hear the word receive it with joy, but these have no root. They believe only for a while and a while of time of testing fall away. As for what fell among the thorns, these are the ones who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. But as for that in the good soil, these are the ones who, when they hear the word, it holds it t- hold fast in its honest and good heart and bear fruit with endurance. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks Praise be to God. We are talking and asking the question of this week, how do you measure spiritual growth? And I fully admit that this is one of those trick questions that I'm posing to you this week. I say that because it's one of these both and questions that both things, these both truths can be true while at the same time being a question that we will never fully answer. In large part due to circumstances that are beyond our control. And one of those, the largest being that God is mystery. As our sacred story tells us and as Job discovers when he finds out and questioned God's plan, Job is basically told, God is God, and who are humans to be able to fully know God? God goes on to say, can you find out the deep things of God? Can you find out the limit of the Almighty? It is higher than heaven. What can you do? It is deeper than Sheol. What can you know? It measure is longer than the earth and broader than the sea. I'm giving the very short cliff note version of the book of Job. But basically, the answer is God is God and we are not, and we will never fully know God. And on the off chance, if we are ever so lucky to even actually reach spiritual enlightenment, we are constricted by another element. The very language that we use to describe God can never capture the true essence of the divine. Paul tried when he was talking to the Corinthians, and he basically said, we know in part now it looks as a reflection of the mirror, but one day we will see each other face to face. For now we see a reflection as in a mirror. Now I know only in part, but soon, one day I will be fully known, even as I am fully known. So again, as we look at how we measure spiritual growth, We know that God is a mystery, and that the beautiful and the frustrating thing is God is a mystery, and we will never know. And even as we try to describe God as a mystery, we are limited by the very language that we use. So that's one thing preventing us from finding this answer of how do we measure spiritual growth. Another thing is that spiritual growth does not happen in a straight line. It's not like at point A to point B, and it's all a straight path. Spiritual growth isn't even like a stairway to heaven. It's not like we can take stair steps and we eventually reach that place where we comprehend it all. As people of faith, we are always learning, we are always growing, we are always discerning God's word for us as people of faith. As I talked about, usually when we look at this, we're talking about spiritual journeys. It's not a straight line. It's more of a chaotic mess. And we're trying to figure it out. But unfortunately, we hear people saying, I'm trying to achieve spiritual growth. When we use that type of language, we fall into the narrative of this world, meaning that this world sees everything as a problem to be solved and everything that we should do should be about promotions and accomplishments. It's about achieving something. The very basis of our faith is that it's counterintuitive. It's a countercultural to the narrative. The very thing about spirituality is that it invites us to simply be, to be at peace, to be at peace with who we are and where we are on our spiritual journey. It invites us to be in community with one another, to be the person that God created and called us to be. Spiritual growth, spirituality invites us to step back, to breathe, to open our eyes, to open our hearts to a different way to be a way that is not based on competitions or achievements or promotions so in reality i'm asking you this trick question of how we met how can we measure spiritual growth knowing that we can't measure spiritual growth in numbers sure we can look back on our journeys and we can see how we have changed we can see how we've grown Because the whole point is that we're hoping as we become more spiritually mature that we will react to situations differently or not react because we've gained some sort of knowledge and that we understand things differently. Or at least that's the hope. Other thing that's a part of our spiritual journeys is that everyone's spiritual journey is unique. We all come from different backgrounds. We all have different life experiences. And all of these different experiences and backgrounds shape who we are as people of faith at any certain point in time. They shape how we view the world. I fully admit I'm a city girl. And when I lived in the country, I hated it. But I can still find God in creation. That doesn't mean I want to go live on a farm. When we start comparing our spiritual journeys to other people's, we have completely missed the point. Mm -hmm. It's not about anybody else. Our spiritual growth is about us. (coughs) Excuse me. We're not called to measure spiritual growth in numbers. We're called to measure it in love, which brings us to the parable of the sower. Jesus explains this parable to disciples, and he tells them that the seed is the word of God. And those that fall on the rocky soil, they don't take root. But the seed that falls on the good soil, the soil that's ready to receive the seed, that has been prepared for the seed, that uses that good compost in our garden to help nourish it, that is ready, that is where we are going to see the growth a hundredfold. That's why we do what we do as spiritual faith with each spiritual growth that we experience We are becoming the people that God created and called us to be with spiritual growth. (coughs) We realize That when we look around the world This is not what God intended when God created everything and called it good as our world continues to be filled with hurt and hate with spiritual growth We continue to hold to that promise No matter what is happening all around us, we hold to that promise that God's kingdom will come here on earth just as is in heaven. So as people of faith, if we want to grow spiritually, we have to do the work. And here's the kicker. If you hear nothing else in this sermon, I want all of us to hear this, me included. (coughs) No one, can do the tending of the soil, the working of the soil, the nourishing of the soil, but ourselves. (coughs) It doesn't matter how good your preacher is. Maybe that's why I'm coughing and you need to figure it out yourself. (coughs) It doesn't matter if we go to church every Sunday. It doesn't matter how great the praise band is. (coughs) It doesn't matter how beautiful the stained glass windows are. It doesn't matter if our church has a laser light show pointing us to find Jesus. If we are not doing the work of becoming the people that God created and called us to be, we are not truly living out our call as disciples of Christ. We're not practicing what we preach. We are not being faithful to that light and love of God which resides in all of us. We do the work. That's why it's called spiritual practices, like journaling, like reading our Bibles, like fasting, like prayer. We do these things to help cultivate a mindset for us (coughs) that invites the presence of God in our lives. Because spiritual growth, spirituality is really about awareness. It's about opening our heart and opening our minds to the presence of the divine in our midst. It's about being ready to receive God's spirit at any moment in time. It's about being in tune to the spirit of God moving in and around us. It is about growing in love for ourselves and for the community. Or as Paul put it... If we speak in the tongues of humans and of angels, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have prophetic powers and understand all mystery and all knowledge, and if we have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, we are nothing. If we give away all our possessions and if we hand over our bodies so that we may boast, but if we have love, we gain nothing. Love is patient, love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable. <coughs> Excuse me. It keeps no record of wrong. <coughs> it does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, <coughs> endures all things. Now love and faith and hope remain, and the greatest these things, the greatest of these is love. Because Paul understood, Jesus understood, as disciples, we are called to understand that spiritual growth is about measuring our lives in love so that we can be aware of the Spirit of God among us. And remember that the greatest of these is love and that we are called to grow in love with each other and of ourselves so that we can become the person that God created and called us to be. May it be so. Amen. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this sermon podcast of the Midway Christian Church. If you'd like to learn more about our congregation, please go to our website at midwaychristian.org.